0: Welcome to the 37th episode of Mixtape Book Club Podcast. My name's Ellen. And my name is Mel. In each episode, we take an in-depth look at a different trope or subgenre in the huge variety of fan fiction dedicated to Destiel. And it's been a while. We're back. We're going to get back into this. So, you know, bear with us while we try and remember how we do podcasting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I suppose the first question will be, where have we been? um which i guess i should hold my hands in the air and say that it is mostly my fault that we have been on a little kind of unplanned break it turned into a break but it definitely wasn't planned as one at the beginning um for anybody listening who is not already aware um i had some health issues last year which i ended up with um a large tumor that i nicknamed donald (laughs) um being found and uh obviously the treatment and everything for that was quite exhausting um and definitely kept me from being a part of fandom as much as i would like to for a good long chunk of time there but uh but i'm now well on the road to feeling better um and very much looking forward to talking about some dusty alphix again awesome
0: and um, i think i'm probably not alone in speaking for the the whole of the listener base that when i say that i'm really glad to hear that you're feeling a little better and um you know you can take as much time as you, as you needed and um but i'm really glad that you're starting to get your energy back
1: it's nice to be chatting about fic and fandom and just be back in it again i did really miss it it's actually a very significant part of my life (laughs) it's very like a large part of my life and takes up a lot of my thought process so although I'm very lucky and I had a lot of lovely friends that kept in touch with me and you know sent messages and cards and all kinds of things to update me like it was still in a way a very lonely like six months or more really (laughs) just not being constantly surrounded by fandom as much so definitely made me appreciate everything and everybody even, even more
0: well uh since it has been quite a few i mean months like unintentionally quite a few months in the end but um i mean we've i've still been reading quite a few fics and i know that you have as well right
1: so we've got some things we can talk about (laughs) definitely yeah i've definitely got some recommendations for people
0: Mm -hmm.
1: first before we start jumping into the
0: Got to got to say a really big thank you to everyone who has still been continued to support us on coffee, on our coffee dot um, subscription and paid in our, in our Discord server. Thank you so much, everyone, for um, sticking
1: with us for all this time. Incredibly kind of all of you, and thank you so much. Definitely feeling feeling the love from the people who still wanted to support us. So,
0: thank you. And if you uh, also would like to support us or get into our discord server you can go to kofi.com slash mixtape book club um
1: all right let's talk about fic okay how about i start with the one that i am reading right now i haven't finished it yet but it's already really good and i know i'm going to be very happy with it um this is called don't say gay in russia by valandra writes Um, this was one of uh, the 2022 DCBB's yep so this is a uh, Russian CAS high school AU where uh, where CAS is an exchange student Um, Mm -hmm. and uh, the description is quite long so so bear with me a moment (laughs) but uh, foreign exchange student Castiel Krishnik arrived in America looking for a clean slate for his senior year but his host family didn't even remember he was coming so um, the Winchesters, or Dean, um, is very unimpressed to discover that John signed them up as a host family and never told him or Sam that this <laughs> was happening. Um, mm-hmm. So they get Cass, um, who is very grumpy and doesn't talk a lot. <laughs> um, and uh, the the main thing is that he only ever learned the party line in Russia, which is that you you don't say gay in Russia. Um, so there's a lot of kind of discomfort Discovery, I guess is a good word for it, but it's written in such a way that while there are a lot of kind of heavy topics in here and there's a hurt comfort tag and all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know. It's written in such a way that it's quite heartwarming, I guess, because, you know, there's, or at least I assume, I hope there's a happy ending coming. <laughs> so <laughs> it is tagged yeah. happy ending. So, and I, and I trust this writer. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, there's, there's definitely some, um, depictions of homophobia in here so that's a warning for anybody um, and they look at some some cultural differences and stuff, it's a lot of fun and mm. uh, Cass has tattoos <laughs> no. Tattooed cast tag, right there That so. sounds amazing Yeah, it's all the things I love in one fic so very pleased with this one and it's uh, a decent kind of chunky fic to sink your teeth into as well, it's about 78,000 words so I think this is yeah. the first of this year's DCBBs that I've gotten around to reading, other than any that we might have covered on the podcast already, but I don't think we have, because um, this is the 2022, like, most recent crop from the fall. Yeah, just they gone. would have only just started posting, like, around when we last recorded, so... Yeah, so I think this yeah. is... I'm, I've just got to the point in my Mark to fix where I'm just starting to hit these, the DCBBs, so... Yeah. So this was a great one to start with so yep. awesome. thank you for laundry rights everything I love in one fic speaking of Russian cast, um,
0: I know we only just did an episode on Russian cast but since then I've actually read like a few more Russian cats, <laughs> fics accidentally like not not like intentionally seeking them out or anything but just they yeah. just happen to have been so um, I'll
1: just mention a couple of them let me just I actually have another, uh, Russian cast fic on my little list of recommendations as well. So there must be a follow-up episode of our, um, <laughs> <Russian> <laughs> pretty much. <thing. laughs> okay. So
0: there's, f- there's a, there's a few different, there's a, a fic and then a couple of timestamps for this one. So it's called Tem Semya and it's by my Death steel babies, underscore 67. Um, who happens to be one of my Aussie con going friends, um, <laughs> who has written this, um, it's quite long, I think it's sort of like 86,000 um, words, but it's basically, it's a crime family thing, like it's a, it established a relationship um, and they um, you know, Bratva kind of mob um, situation. It's like murder mm-hmm. husbands basically. There's a lot of I think, really graphic violence in it, but there's also this really beautiful like the love story because they'll – do anything for each other because they're um you know the bosses of this crime family basically and um yeah it's this really interesting combination of like um you know really violent mob stuff and then and then this really loving family dynamic to it so i recommend nice. that one it's tem and then the other one i was going to mention with um russian cast which i have had on my list for ages but hadn't got around to it um mostly because um I didn't know anything about hockey so I thought I didn't want to read it and how wrong I was um (laughs) this is um for all you young hockey players out there pay attention by Thursday's Fallen Angel also known on Twitter as Jaloriang I'm gonna say um so this one is basically what happens is um like Dean and Sam and a bunch of people um, like Benny and you know, a few, lots of other characters are in a, an ice hockey team. Um, and one of their players gets traded out of the team. And the person who comes in to replace them is Cass, who has been recruited from um, the ice hockey league in Russia. So he's, he, he speaks English well and everything. It's, there's no actual Russian Russian language stuff in this, um, which a lot of the Russian uh, fics tend to have. But um, he's very, he's very like, hockey is all there is. There's, there's no, we we are not friends. None of you are friends. We're just going to play hockey and that's it. And um, he's really sort of abrupt with everyone. And, and Dean really hates him. So there's like this, like real enemies to lovers with this one. Um, And it is like, it's quite a slow burn. It's long. It's like um, 146,000 words. Uh, And if you're, and and also because of the nature of like professional sport, um, in in men's professional sport especially, it's taken a really long time for anyone to even mention anything about being gay or any or you know it's just not done. It, I I did I think now um, she explains by the end there, there's like starting to be some players who might have come out, but you know there it's very. Um, I don't know if it's like you know real homophobia but it's like you know that locker room kind of joking and, yeah. and talking and everything is mm-hmm. suppressed and you know just not um and so if if you are one of those people who don't like when dean insists continues to insist that he is not gay um even when he's like obviously having thoughts about <laughs> about it um then maybe maybe this one might not might not be for you but it is really it's well written and it's um enjoyable in that they do eventually get together, and it's really nice when they do. It's great, great sort of, you know, smart. Eventually, when it happens, is great. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's like I didn't know anything about ice hockey yet because, like, obviously, I live in a place where people don't play ice hockey. Don't <laughs> um, well, do that. There, we, we don't have we don't have called like I think we do. We do have ice an ice hockey league, maybe, but I, I don't i am not at all aware of it um, but now after seeing this i'm like oh this is like kind of cool i mean it's probably it's a fair i know it's a very fast paced sport and they do have a lot of fights and stuff so maybe it might be good to watch but yeah i don't know it's not on tv here so i haven't seen it so yeah um it, despite that the uh you know the fic was a great one to read so I I'd excellent recommend that one
1: good recommendation um, uh, I have one final Russian cast mention. Um, yeah. that in my head, I, I didn't have this only filed as a Russian cast fic. Um, it's more Regency, Regency romance, but um, Russian cast is a very, very big feature <laughs> yeah, uh, in this. Um, yeah. So this is called His Imperial Guardian um, by yes. Briston, the lovely Briston. I love um, this one. Yeah. Yes, I really enjoyed this fic. Um, I was lucky enough to get to um, beta parts of it, or possibly all of it. I can't remember now. (laughs) It's it's been too long. It was a while ago. Yes. So, um, this is a story, Regency, as I said, where um, Dean will do anything to try and make life better for Sam, essentially. Unfortunately, some of the things that he does end up... um, turning around and uh biting him when he gets caught up with the wrong the wrong man as it is mm, yeah. um but he is rescued from that by our lovely uh castiel who is his serenity the count castiel novak um he yeah. is a russian ambassador in saint James's court um i don't know what else to tell you without spoiling everything um it is quite plotty there's, there's some some really good plotty stuff happening but it's also just incredibly hot <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a really nice balance of those two things so if you want a little bit of regency gentleman getting very ruffled um this is a really good one and then throw in a really nice russian accent and some plot and it's just a great story i think um and it's all packed into about forty thousand words so it's one of those nice kind of can sit down in an evening and just devour a nice chunky thick in one go yeah, so. yeah, I love
0: that one. I, don't, I, I think I've caught up with all the Regency ones from from last
1: year. I need to check the list again and make sure I have. Yeah, there were some great yeah, ones have, this year. Yeah, I have one other recommendation that's from that same bang from the twenty twenty two Regency one. A much shorter fic. It's sixteen thousand words. It's called Forty Shillings on the Drum. Um, oh, yeah. I believe. Here's where I try and pronounce. An author's name and get it horrifically wrong again. <laughs> um, I think it's by Sidenpfell, possibly. Yes. Um, and this is one of those. I I'm not sure what you would call this as a trope, but it's like a long lost lovers like reunited kind of trope, um, where for a long time Cass um, and Dean have been separated, and Cass actually believed that Dean um, died in the Battle of Trafalgar, but he did not. Um, and when Dean is shot on the battlefield in waterloo many years later um, he wakes up to find himself being looked after by a certain navy commander that he hasn't seen for a very long time so it's very sweet it's very lovely um and also very very interesting there's a lot of great detail in this story especially for one that's so short and uh i really enjoyed it so yes throwing in one more regency recommendation there (laughs) awesome um all right. How it can we segue two in a row there? This? So I will be That's quiet all right. now.
0: <laughs> all good. I'm going to go back a few steps and actually wreck another one by Briston, because mm. um, she's writing. So they're posting at the moment um, a whip that is nearly finished. I think there's only a couple of chapters left to be posted. Um, called First Response to Love. And she's written it with Witster Lizzie, and this is a completely hilarious um let me just open the link is this
1: the Uranus fic yes yes this is the Uranus AU
0: (laughs) so basically what happens is um Cass and Gabe and also Balthazar is in this he's fantastic they work for a, a radio no sorry a tv station in the town of Uranus this is, and also um, Dean is um, a firefighter who is lives in Uranus as well, and um, they meet each other because Cass, Cass's cat gets stuck up a tree, and Dean comes to rescue it, thinking it's a kid because Dean because Cass is so upset when he rings up to to like you know call the fire brigade, and Dean is also um, the model for Mr. July in this calendar in like a five one of those five hundred calendars and so uh, unwittingly (laughs) they are both like big fans of each other like dean watches Cass on the tv all the time and then and Cass has the calendar and like really (laughs) like thinks dean is all right so anyway they have it's it's a really complicated story so i can't really explain it but it is so funny and every joke that can be made about uranus is in it, and it's brilliant. <laughs> so, just, I think it's, I'm pretty sure there's only a couple of chapters left to be posted, so get on that. Um, it's worth it. Very funny.
1: Excellent. Okay. Um, all of my recs so far have been either from DCBB or the Regency Bang, so I'm going to switch it up and go for a totally different bang now, and a totally different vibe of fic. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I have been or have read this twice because I enjoyed it so much um, this is Build a Boyfriend Workshop by the lovely Full Void um, on AO3 this was part of the Dean Cast Horrorfest bang um, it has art by uh, Lamia Sage really really just beautiful art, this is amazing even if you aren't into this kind of fic just go and gaze at the art it's beautiful um <laughs> this fic is very well tagged like there shouldn't be anything in here that's a surprise but just make sure that you check out the tags if you want to see this one because it you know it's it's a horror it's a horror fest fic so it is going to be a horror story uh this one murder husbands body horror corpse desecration limb harvesting like it's (laughs) it's (laughs) it's all fully in here but when i tell you that with all of those things in it it is still one of the sweetest, loveliest things <laughs> I have read in a long time, <laughs> while also being incredibly creepy. Um, so this is a story where Dean is you know, depressed, single. Um, he works for a company that, well, he is a software engineer for a dating app, an LGBTQ plus dating app. Um, so he gets an assignment to create um, an AI for the app that people can communicate with this to, to, to practice, to make sure that people think they're getting a lot of hits on this app, basically. Um, so he needs to create a really, really good AI that can convince uh, people of this. And so he starts creating this AI named Cassiel. Problem being that Dean himself falls in love with the AI. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and the main problem about the AI is that he is missing the all important squishy bits <laughs> that <laughs> Dean would love to have and to hold. Um, so he and Castiel come up with a plan to fix that (laughs) I will leave Mm. it at that Um, it's difficult to explain um, how wonderful this is but there is a wonderful tag that will do it for me on here which is just soft like toxic slime (laughs) (laughs) Okay, interesting (laughs) (laughs) I really do recommend it like it sounds like you know, it's one of those things. I think people either love it or hate it because you either enjoy horror stuff or you don't. Um, and Full mm-hmm. Void writes wonderful horror, uh, so there is that aspect of it, and it's it's done really well, written really well. Um, and you know, it it is graphic. It's not you know just pushed pushed through without any details. But the relationship between the two of them balances it out so wonderfully. Okay, great. I'm done. <laughs> okay
0: um all right next on my list i'm gonna do a full like 180 away from that um and mention um i love new york by our girl follow your energy um she has written this beautiful um where do i start with this okay so dean is was supposed to go on this trip to new york with sam this is this is an au it's not it's not canon um, I'm trying to remember if it was... It's like before Sam goes to college or something. But something happens and, and Sam's not able to go. He gets sick or something happens and Dean ends up going on his own. Um, and then while he's there, um, he, he runs into basically Cass, who's also in New York on his own. Um, and they strike up a friendship and go, go and have dinner together. Um, and then they just keep going to have dinner together while they're on the holiday and they go to all these different places in New York and try all this beautiful sounding food so this fic will make you very hungry um it'll also make you want to go to New York <laughs> I mean I have been to New York City many years ago and I don't remember having any delicious food like this there so now I want to go back there just
1: to t- try all of the food follow your energy has a habit of doing that in fix of making me very hungry and making me want to visit places (laughs) yes well there's also a very lovely story Um, you know, a love story in there as well of um,
0: Dean coming to terms with the fact that he he is allowed to you know be gay and come out Um, because I think back home his dad you know he's worried about what his dad would think and all that kind of thing so um,
1: yeah it's beautiful Read it. Um, well, I have a very short one that I can wreck, um, just under 7,000 words, so t- truly a one shot. Um, and this is again uh, just completely different from anything else that we've just talked about. This um, is by Sultan and Halo, yeah. um, and it is a Stardew Valley AU. <laughs> oh <my> um, God. <laughs> it's uh, called Sioux Valley. Um, Dean receives the deed to his uncle Bobby's farm. Um, it's a bit of a a, a lifeline for him so he goes to to the farm starts living there and then he meets uh, Castiel who is the son of the local general store owner and that's when his second chance at life truly begins (laughs) as she says in the summary Um, it's it's lovely it's mostly fluffy strangers to lovers Um, it's going to have a lot of little nods in it to anybody who has played the game um, obviously but it is completely readable just as standalone by itself even if you haven't um it does have a little bit of a um hurt comfort kind of light angst tag for dean's past not necessarily for anything current mm-hmm. um but it's it's just lovely it's like one of those like sweet fixes that just kind of leaves you smiling at the end so i love a, a video game are you <laughs> me too big fans of those yeah
0: uh okay so I have two, I have two canon fix left on my list. Okay. Um, okay. So the first one is a lot longer. It's um, one hundred twenty-seven thousand. This one's called Revisions, and it's by Zepezariel. Um, and this one is, is one of those fix where it's gonna break your heart over and over again, um, but it has a happy ending eventually. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's like desperately sad. But then at the end, it's happy. So this is um, – it's canon. It's like a it complete rewrite from season four to season 15 um, of sort of key Destiel scenes and, and episodes, right? So this is um, – the Dean and Cass basically find their way together in every scene, but then Chuck – says no i don't like that and throws it out so this is just them getting together over and over again and and chuck getting more and more frustrated with them until you know the very end um it's it's just beautiful it's really beautifully written um it just it makes you realize how much destile there is in the show even if they never actually it wasn't you know actual text um and yeah, if you like your canon rewrites, then definitely give this one a go. It's really it's great. Um, if if you don't mind like heavy, heavy angst, which is ma- ma- you Sounds know, made up delicious. for in the end. <laughs> it is quite delicious, yes. <laughs> the what the the worst part about this, I mean there's no there's no worst part, it's great. But the worst thing was that because it's quite long, um, and it's it just makes you so sad as you're reading it, I just wanted to get to the end because to make sure that it was going to be okay so I just sat down and read this like almost all in one go because I couldn't stop it was like oh I need to know what's going to happen and so yeah. yeah if you if you weren't already like extremely pissed off with Chuck for ruining everything then um, yeah this will do <laughs> it for you um, okay and the other one the other one that I've just I just finished reading it this morning actually was um, is called until the end and after by Philira 912 i hope i've pronounced that somewhere close to correctly um this is a fix it and, and like a post cannon fix it like no i think they do do the, the the vamp hunt thing and he doesn't die on the on the rebar he like it just grazes him or something and he doesn't die and then they have this like wake up call moment where they're like i don't think we need to do this anymore and then jack appears and just goes okay all the monsters are gone now (laughs) like it sounds it sounds (laughs) like a weird kind of retcon but it works and then and then he brings Cass back and then it takes dean a little while to kind of work up the courage to actually do anything about getting together with Cass. but they move out of the bunker and it's just like this domestic kind of fluff the whole the, the whole rest of the of the vic is um yeah this beautiful domestic fluff so it's Twenty-eight thousand words, um, and it's just oh, and when they eventually do get together, which is, is not a spoiler, it's right there in the tags. Um, some really <laughs> beautifully written and extremely hot, smart as well. So,
1: just everything I'm you need. I'm to have to read that one. <laughs> you,
0: everything you need in a fix it,
1: it's there. Um, highly recommended. I am a sucker for a. They eventually move out of the bunker, fic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I love bunker fic as well though so kind of 50-50 on that I guess I love both but I do really enjoy reading where they move out of the bunker and find some kind of house or farm or B&B or there's like a million versions out there um, and I love all of them (laughs) Yes. yeah we'll definitely give this one a go it's a nice bite sized chunk I have a couple of canon wrecks um, one relatively short and then two that are more kind of one shot length really um the first one is called it's my turn to be watching over you by desiree lovely desi oh, yeah. um so this one is set when um cas comes back from the empty and they finally get to kind of put their feelings into words uh, but they also have to rescue dean's mother so this is from my brain has completely died as to what season that was Third. 13? 13, yeah.
0: Yeah, she's in 13.
1: the other world. wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 13, <laughs> like, yeah. Which one is that? Yeah, so we, you can just pretend that the entire... Yeah, you can pretend that the entire ending, the last, like, 14, 15, none of that happened. Read this instead. <laughs> right, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so this one is lovely. Angst and fluff and smut and, and love confessions. Um, I would say it's, like, the classic Desiree canon fic, honestly, where they do eventually get to use their words, but we have some lovely dean moments in here um this particular fic um i really enjoyed because i love this whole like widower arc era Uh, of spn so um this one i was really eager to read and i was very happy when this one was posted um and it's just under nineteen thousand words so it's a really nice like I don't know like a good mouthful of fic like it's not too short yeah, <laughs> but it's not going to take you like multiple sessions it's just nice perfect so that's my canon rec number one um, the other two like I said much shorter the first one um, is called Angel by C Morgana this is a it's it was recently ish like towards the end of 2022 I think posted uh, but it's set in season 6 and this is your classic um, John Winchester, A-plus parenting, Dean has a bit of a crisis, first time, virgin, cast angel story. <laughs> oh. um, it's it's 11,000 words. It's, it's got some kind of like little chick flick moments in it also, which is quite nice. Yeah. Um, there is some, some internalized homophobia dealt with at the beginning, which I think is very common in a lot of these kind of like slightly earlier season um destiel fix where there was a lot more kind of john influence in the show still i think at that point yeah um but this one this one i really really enjoyed it was it was nicely written it was really well paced and i love these kind of like casts being awkward in a vessel for the first time working out how all this works (laughs) kind of stories um every now and again a nice bite of one of those is good and this one was a nice new addition to that particular area of the fanfic canon and then my last little canon wreck um is very short this is 1500 words and it was actually a thanksgiving story um but it's canon it's the right kind of family by giant teen wolf orgy (laughs) great name (laughs) 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 yeah um and this is another very, very specific trope that I absolutely love. And the trope is Dean going slightly crazy, trying to cook and making everything absolutely perfect for special events in the bunker. Yes, <laughs> it's very, very <laughs> specific, feel, yeah, <laughs> Very specific, but I think everybody knows. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and that that's all it is. This is established relationship Um but Cass has never seen this side of Dean before. <laughs> um there's the, great there's there's a lot of humor and domestic fluff and uh, dean yelling at sam to dice the celery correctly and all that kind of stuff it's it's a lot of fun oh, um, and lovely. a very quick read at 1500 words yep. yeah <laughs> so it feels very realistic honestly yeah. <laughs> yeah i have a very quick rec for a lovely fic um by an author that you might have heard of. Um, Her name is Eleanor Voz. Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) Um, This this is a timestamp to an existing series which I know a lot of other people loved as well so I wanted to give this one a shout out because I really enjoyed this latest installment Um, and this is Baby Whispering 301 All is Calm, All is Bright so you released this as like a little lovely piece of Christmas fluff Um, and it is, it is fluff there are, there are some there's some tense moments at the beginning <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it is just fluff it's lovely baby claire established relationship with cass and dean because this is a timestamp later down the series but if you have never read the baby whispering series then go and start with baby whispering 101 instead um which was just absolutely wonderful i loved that story and i've been hooked on this whole series ever mm. since oh thank you so. <laughs> You're yeah, I, all, I really like this one. They're all they're short all, 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 all of them. So, yeah, this know. one is you. you clocked it in at just under three thousand words. So, nice bite-sized pieces of wonderful Professor Cass, student Dean AU. No, yep. other way around. <laughs> other no, way no. around. Cass um, is the student. Yes, yes. Cass is the <laughs> student. Dean is the professor. Claire is the baby. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yes. yes. I um, Yes. Every now and again I, I get someone
0: saying, oh, when are you going to write more of that baby one? I'm like, oh, eventually got some of them kicking in my head and then it, Christmas was coming up and I'm like, I should write
1: some Christmas fluff. So that's how that came about. Yeah, we, it's never too much Christmas fluff. No. I read Christmas fluff in, like, July. I'll read it any time of year, so. Right, yeah. It's like the, the Thanksgiving one I just mentioned. I'm pretty sure I didn't read that at Thanksgiving either. It was just it was just there, so I read it. Yep. Well, I have two other fics that I've read, which are kind of older, classic reads of mine. I've read these quite a few times, um, and I decided to revisit them recently. Yeah. And I'm not 100% sure if I've ever mentioned these on the podcast before, or not like i really can't remember maybe i did who knows (laughs) 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 hopefully someone can tell me (laughs) um so the first one is by ozone clone and it is the laundromat verse oh yeah so this is actually um it's 40 chapters and some of them can sort of be read almost as kind of standalone moments or one shots but it does build overall into a cohesive story Mm -hmm. Um, So this one is Dean running a laundromat and Cass is a punk kid who comes in with his punk friends and family um, for all of their clothing pair needs. (laughs) It's, it's difficult to explain this fic without kind of spoiling a lot of the details that make it really special, but everything from clothing to just the feel of the kind of punk, family they have and dean's kind of slow acceptance into it even though he's very different from them um is lovely and in this one Cass is the punk but he's the big softy and dean's the one with the anger problem really <laughs> the, the laundromat man who gets a little feisty sometimes mm-hmm. um how else to explain this um Cass wears a kilt I'm gonna put that out there oh. that's pretty nice um <laughs> there are things there are fluffy things there's there's weirdness there's things with soap bubbles and malfunctioning laundry machines (laughs) it's just very addictive to read altogether all of these one shots come in at just under fifty thousand words so it's a really nice story to sink into and just get lost in this au that starts off so simply and then you end up finding out a lot more about the background of these characters and there are other entries in this verse as well which i think tell the story more from kind of Cass's point of view some more about Cass. but the one that i'm currently wrecking is the first full story just called the laundromat verse
0: right i've definitely
1: heard of it i think you might have mentioned it before but i
0: i don't think i've read that one yet so
1: i'll have to get yeah, I, d- it. I definitely recommend it. it's one of those fics that i almost feel like is a hard sell without just telling you everything that happens yeah because um, it be like, but why would I want to read about Dean in a laundromat? <laughs> because it's really good and you should, <laughs> okay? <laughs> okay, you have to take your word for it. <laughs> and it just has really good characters in it from Cass to Balthazar, Gabriel, Meg, like this. Really good characters in this. Cool. So. Um, I have,
0: uh, I, at this point I have to give a shout out because um, us saying like don't, don't worry about any of the detail, just go and read it um, has actually like We've we've spawned like a whole bunch of people to go on and read a bunch of things. Like it's, I'm going to shout out specifically um, Alice, who's Purple Squid in our. Um, she's another fellow Aussie um, who's in our podcast server. But her favourite fic is Dean Winchester Beat Sheet by Salty Feathers. Like she's always rereading it, and she's always trying to get everyone else to reread it. And it and it was us who stu- who spoke about it in one of episodes who who got them on that path in the first place and I'm like oh my god I feel so honored You're to are welcome have spawned such a thing and then now it's just a thing and now I have to go back and reread that fic again because I remember how much I loved it and all it was was just like a once a one-liner kind of oh by the way you should go and read this bit you know Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah felt so chuffed this is why we do this isn't it just so we can it is it is do. why we do this uh okay so I'm going to go back to christmas again um there was in december there was a um a little prompt list you know like in September where there's like a, a list of prompts for each day um yes this one was a, a christmas one in december and um bex gowan who actually happens to be another person in our australian server um, <laughs> shout out to the aussies today actually it's australia day so today so oh, there you um, go. They deserve the shout so out. So we all of the Aussies <laughs> deserve the shout out, even though like you know we're not really celebrating Australia Day because then you really need to change the date. But anyway, I'm not going into the political stuff. Um, we have, <laughs> Let's not go into the political no, stuff. No, we'll no, leave no. that be. No. But <laughs> but anyway, Bex um, has written this series of prompts. So she wrote one for every day of December, 31 chapters. Um, I'm just, I, my mind was blown that she was like. Um, posting one of these every day for the whole of december and the prompt list only came out like maybe mid november or something very impressive and she's strung them together into this amazing plot so basically it's called the advent calendar it's like this advent calendar appears in the bunker this is a this is post canon it is um it's set after like 1519 kind of thing like they've defeated chuck but the finale didn't happen um this advent calendar appears and each day a new Window opens in the advent calendar, obviously as as advent calendars do. Um, but no one, no one in the bunker, um, you know, admits to actually opening the door. It, they just happen. It just opens. And and what has happened here is there's um, a bunch of hunters who've come to live in the bunker with them because they they've created like this hunter network type thing. So there's a load of people around all the time. So um, you know, they when they start. Celebrating Christmas and getting into the like the tree decorating and you know, all the, the cooking and stuff that goes with Christmas. So there's all these people coming to help, and um, and Jack appears and stuff. So, like you know, it's just beautifully fluffy. A little bit of angst in there because Dean's obviously really missing Cass and he wants Cass to come back. Um, spoiler: In the end, Cass does end up coming back, um, <laughs> and it's just really lovely. So <laughs> I, you don't have it doesn't have to be Christmas to read Christmas fic, right? Just go and read it now you totally can um and altogether i think it is you know 62000 words um you know each each day was you know fairly short in 31 chapters add up to 60000 words so yeah go check it out i loved it i was so impressed that she managed to pull off 31 days straight of posting and have the fic be so fantastic
1: great stuff yeah that is very impressive good job x good job Oh, I've only got two others open here. Um, One of which I'm pretty sure we have. I'm, I'm not sure if we featured it or not. Hopefully, you can tell me. Um, this is Hot Water by Chiyume, I believe, is the Oh, yeah, I remember this, this one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think we so featured is the it. One in,
0: or we've mentioned it for sure, but I don't know if we've. Featured it.
1: Okay, so this is a very smutty fic. This yes. is um, Dean and Cass, although it, it does kind of uh, turn into something quite heavy, plotty later. Um, but initially, it begins with Dean and Cass having very hot, anonymous shower sex, but in like separate stalls. So it's shower masturbation, mutual but separate. separate. <laughs> 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 they can't see each other, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. But they're definitely both going at it. <laughs> um and uh then eventually obviously they meet but they each think that they don't know that the other knows ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 okay it's a secret you know what i mean <laughs> they, they think, haven't seen they each think other's face yeah yes exactly <laughs> it's very hot but the plot itself is actually really interesting and kind of sneaks up on you a little bit like you you think it's going to be just full-on just a a smutfic from beginning to end and they'll get together and it'll be great um but there's a lot more to it than that um there's also some really great side characters you've got um, a really good gabriel in this one who um kind of helps them get together pretty much yeah. um, then there is uh, Sam also there's even a little bit of Charlie that's really good in this one so definitely recommend this I always have fun every time I read this fic like every time I go back to it it feels fresh even though I've read it a bunch of times by now mm-hmm. um, it is a long one, it's 151,000 words Yeah, and probably only half of it is smut So, <laughs> <laughs> probably
0: <laughs> yes I do remember that
1: one being particularly
0: hot as, as the name implies very much
1: And then one more shorter wreck just because I wreck this to everybody over and over again and I I just it's one of those fics that I absolutely adore and I just cannot convince enough people to read yeah <laughs> um, mostly because I think it's um, it's upon far au and so people who are not familiar with the Star Trek universe kind of assume it's not for them I suppose which is perfectly understandable, but I maintain that you need absolutely no prior knowledge of the Star Trek universe to enjoy this fic. Um, but this is a story where Cass is half is a half Vulcan, Dean is an engineer, um... How not to spoil anything when the fic's less than 8,000 words long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um... They are on a planet, they've, they've been best friends for years, they're on a planet, um... And essentially to put it in like um omegaverse terms for people Cass goes into heat and dean is the only one around who can help Mm -hmm. um it that there's a lot of like consent discussion and things within the fic um so if people are worried about that then you know don't worry it is tagged for mildly dubious consent but there is a lot of discussion of that in the fic before anything happens um it's it's just great i love it not even necessarily for the smut aspect um it's more how it's it's dealt with afterwards. It's incredibly sweet. And even though it's short, it's one of the fics that I always say has like the most lasting impact on me. Like this is a fic where I dream of sequels of this fic. <laughs> um, unfortunately, the author has not written anything in many years. <laughs> this fic is from 2012. So yeah. I don't think I'll ever be seeing any more of this, but I do write sequels to it in my head very frequently. <laughs> i remember you wrecking this one a few times already (laughs) i know i just i'm just so desperate for people to read this fic so i can talk about it with them (laughs) and tell them my dumb sequel ideas (laughs) Uh,
0: well i can't remember if i've read it so i'm gonna have to go and read it again now just just to make sure that i actually have
1: (laughs) so what else have you been reading if not dusty hell because you said you have some others yeah i mean i
0: actually read a couple of real books um (laughs) I read the, um, (laughs) amazing. I know. Uh, I read the, um, the third and final book in the, um, carry on trilogy by, um, Rainbow Rowell. I don't know if we haven't really done a lot of like real book wrecks before, but yeah. Um, if you love fan fiction, which I guess if you're listening to this podcast, you probably do. Um, this is like, so Rainbow Rowell came out with a book called Fangirl. Um, Say like eight years ago or something now it's been a while for that one um and in that one it was about a girl who writes fanfic and the fanfic she was writing is was um basically it was like a harry potter it was like um drarry like draco and harry type thing but uh the character the main character was called simon snow and they were going to a magical school and doing it was very harry potter-esque but not actually harry potter and so then, Rainbow Rowell actually wrote the final year of, of that fanfic, and published it as a book called Carry On. And there are now three of them. There's a trilogy. Um, and it's got that. It's got that fanfic feel. It's got a lot of tropes. It's like the, even the write, her writing style is very. I don't know i don't want to say fanficky because that that sounds vaguely derogatory but it's not it's
1: great <laughs> like as as a fan See, i think we just yeah we need to establish the precedent that that is a complimentary yes, thing to say yes. about someone's writing exactly because so many hundreds of thousands of thousands of people read and love fanfic so clearly it's a good thing
0: yes right <laughs> i mean it, uh, i just i love it and it's um the, f- the final book was actually a lot darker than the others. I think it was a bit more angsty, but um, it does have a happy okay. ending. Everyone sort of gets there, you know, to a place where they're they're happy, and um, and it was still like I was I was a little bit worried going into it that because the the first book I don't I don't think that she had intended it to be a trilogy. So the first book kind of wrapped up fairly uh, well, I think, and then I wasn't sure if that, how there there was going to be more plot to go, you know, <laughs> like. I mean, I know life obviously goes on after the, the happy ending, but, you know, is it good enough to be a, a trilogy ender, <laughs> you know? And it was great, though. It was really um, compelling and um, exciting and everything. So, yeah, I enjoyed that. Awesome.
1: Um, <laughs> Shout out to Rainbow Roll for her supernatural adjacent book titles. <laughs> I know. First one's Carry On. The second one's called Wayward Sun.
0: But the third one, I didn't actually mention the the title of the book, I should probably do that. (laughs) The third
1: one's called Any Way
0: the Wind Blows, so it's um, not quite carry on my way with some lyrics, but you know.
1: Not quite, but Um, we'll forgive her for skipping the obvious third title that she should have used. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Have you, you've been reading in some other fandoms, right?
1: Um, Yes, I've been reading actual books and other fandoms, so where where should we start? I will do a quick shout out to a story that I did read, which was another another ship. As we're just doing a a catch up episode today, um, this is an old Doctor Who fic. So anybody out there who you know you you've got to remember the old crazy Tumblr era, the super Lock era. Um, so this is a, an <laughs> yeah. old one shot. Actually, a bit more than one shot. It's almost twenty thousand words. I'm not sure what, where the cut off for one shot is, but <laughs> um, so this is from. 2012 but I think it's a fun one to mention because not only is it a fun um, Doctor slash Rose uh, fic uh, it's written by our own uh, Bending Signpost who writes a lot of wonderful oh. supernatural fanfic and we have had on the podcast before. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how pleased he will be that I dug back <laughs> through his <laughs> through his fic all the way to 2012 um, to find this Doctor Who stuff but I really enjoyed it so <laughs> Hopefully he'll be he'll be happy about that. Is he just um, one of those annoying so this, people who's just
0: always been really good at writing, and, and there, there yeah. is no shit old like
1: stuff? He, it's just all good. This this is still good, yeah. Like it's still good, Amazing. and it's from 2012, so mm-hmm. um, it's a kind of a, a straightforward fic, um, in the sense that it's it's an alien alien biology first time kind of um, Rose and Ten fic where the Doctor gets essentially infected by a particular type of bug um, that is making him obsess over something. <laughs> and that something happens to be Rose Tyler. Yeah. Not that he wasn't already obsessed, but um, there's, a, there's a lot of remarkable restraint in this. It's it's a little different from the usual kind of like uh, we have like the fuck or die tropes and things like that. It's, it's a little different from that in how determined he is to not act on it or not even tell her about it. Um, mm. Which obviously doesn't end up happening that way in the end but he's determined not to use it to his advantage in any way or even mention it which makes it a much more interesting story to read i think yeah anyway yes slight delve into doctor who there just for a second but it's it's a wonderful author bending signpost who needs the love on all of his fics i think so
0: yeah i never really got into doctor who fic when i was deep in that fandom but it was before i i really only got into fanfic seriously with with supernatural so (laughs) that was before those days in the olden days
1: i had lots of ships and fans uh, lots of ships and fandoms before um sdl yeah and i had you know read and written fic before that but nowhere near the intensity with and i I still maintain it's probably just because there's so many more things i wanted to fix in supernatural (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe they did us
0: a favor in not not making everything perfect (laughs) uh speaking of other fandoms um i have okay so i've been listening to the monster of the week guys um their merlin rewatch podcast so they which is called still his kingdom keeps um hilarious as always and i merlin was like my intermediate um, fandom between like the doctor who days and the supernatural days so i was like really into merlin for a while there um for some reason i never really got into Fic then either i think it was just a when i got into supernatural i, I discovered tumblr and then that was all downhill from there but anyway merlin it's always <laughs> downhill when you discover tumblr <laughs> yeah uh
1: we just fall headfirst into the we love it but it's it's like going down a chute into trash yeah 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 <laughs> Um, but anyway,
0: uh, so the the thing was that Mellon was on Netflix and then in the middle of November, they took it off Netflix. Maybe it was December, I don't know, remember, but it was a little while ago. And so I was only in, in the middle of series three, so I just like binged all the way to the end in like, I don't know, three days or something <laughs> because I wanted to make sure I rewatched it all before uh, the guys got up to it in the podcast. And then I got to the end and I was I, like – I, I had to go and find some fic to fix it because I was like, there's got to be heaps of this out there, surely. And there is. Um, a lot of the Melon fic is, was written uh, sort of pre-2013, uh, kind of when the series actually finished airing. I believe it was around then. Um, so it's a lot older. And so some of the it's – it's got that thing where the ratings are weird, like um, mature ratings will have, like, explicit sex scenes in them and stuff. So um, – mm-hmm. Yeah, just be aware that read the tags and whatever. But the one that I loved loved the most, and I binged all of this author's um, fix after, is called and like the cycle of the year we begin again. It's by Catherine from Philly, so it's beautiful, heartbreaking for a little while until they work it things out, and then after that it's great. And there's like several timestamps stamps afterwards. So I recommend that one. It's long. It's like over 200,000 words. That and that's just the first fic in that series, so but it's worth it. Um and the other, the other Merlin fic I was going to quickly mention is called um A Modern Manservant um by Mama Lada. Um, this one is an AU, so I I don't know, I've probably mentioned this before, but when you fir- when I first started getting into fanfic, I don't know if you were like this as well, but you sort of read all the canon stuff, and then you th- you see the AUs and you're like, why well, would I want to read about these characters in a different universe? That just seems really strange. But then then obviously you get into it and you love it, right? <laughs> because some really Yeah, AUs- I, I think I really- that's
1: a pretty common experience. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, I sort of felt that a bit again with the like. Melan and Arthur because you know they're a medieval thing they're, their world is so set it's like they're in Camelot that's it but this figure is so good it's like a modern AU where um, it's based on Ugly Betty uh, so it's, fa- it's a fashion magazine um, house and Arthur is like the managing director or whatever since he, the editor since um, Uther has retired or whatever and Melan gets hired as his assistant. Um, and it's just, it's so funny. It's just really clever. They bring in all, all the characters that are back um, in different sort of model, either either as models or like, you know, the marketing department or whatever. It's just, it's really, really, <laughs> really clever the way they've pulled the canon stuff in. And um, I love it. It's like—it's also quite long. It's 100 and, 100 and something thousand words, but uh, really worth a look it's hilarious so yeah I've read a whole lot of mm. Merlin Fick in, in the last couple of months <laughs> and those two are definitely my favourites I think
1: I think or I would like to think that the Monster of the Week uh, podcast guys moving on to Merlin probably had to like give like a little little renaissance to some some fix there that deserve the attention yeah so. <laughs> I hope so
0: they're, they're Doing like you know all of their little injects and everything that they had for supernatural, they've just yeah, sort of carried some over and then made up a whole new bunch for, for Merlin. <laughs> They're very funny; <laughs> definitely worth a listen to their takes on on the Merlin itself. It's great.
1: Well, you mentioned a real a real book. <laughs> all of these are still real stories, but yes. um, one that is not fanfic that you read. So I thought I might just do I have read a lot of books like for, for quite a while there reading was one of the only things that i had the energy to do because it literally didn't involve lifting my lifting my head um so physically speaking it was actually mm. one of the easiest things for me to do so yeah. i yeah i read quite a lot there for a while so i might just do like a quick fire round of I'm, I'm not gonna describe too much of the books so i'll maybe give like a sentence or two of them okay um, starting with most recent and like working backwards of ones I enjoyed. So, um, Neon Gods by Katie Robert. Um, first of all, massive red flag warning. This is a het story. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it is. Yeah. Um, it's really good though. It's a retelling of like a modern retelling of the myth of Hades and Persephone. Um, it's incredibly hot and it's, it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one I want to shout out. Um, oh, I did reread the um, A Court of Thorns and Roses series Oh yeah, um, by Sarah J. Maas because I needed to read the later one. So <laughs> had to reread. You know how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm pretty sure everybody knows about Roses* by now, so I'm not going to spend too much time on that. <laughs> yeah. um, a, a kind of hidden favorite that I really enjoyed, but I don't think a lot of people have read, though I think I did recommend it to you. Um, it was called The Darkness Outside Us. Oh,
0: yeah. I heard that one, too.
1: Um, yeah, I really, really liked that one. It's a um, gaze in space. Um, Yay, essentially space enemies means. enemies to lovers. Um, it's got a, a lot of kind of twists to the plot, which really entertained me. And I also just really felt the, the enemies to lovers in this one. Like it worked for me. It, it hit right yep um the witch king by h.e edgmund this is um a fairy realm normal earth realm um story where a how should how should i not give this away a runaway from that realm has been living on earth and they are forcibly brought back um this one has a um trans protagonist which is um very key to the story Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's very interesting i really like the the magic and the way the magic realm works in this series um gideon the ninth by tamzin where i have to say this one as well again this is one of those like really big series that i feel like a lot of people will have heard of Mm -hmm. um but if not um necromancers in space (laughs) it's one of those things that sounds so dumb and yet as soon as you start reading it, you're completely gripped and you spend the entire series trying to work out what's going on, but you can't, you can't stop. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Um, don't really know what else to say about that one, there's just no explaining it without sitting here for hours. So please just go and read the Lock Tomb series, specifically uh, Gideon the Ninth.
0: is <laughs> the first wow. one. Okay. Sounds really interesting yep. I have to look
1: up. <laughs> it it really is it really is it reads like a kind of like a fantasy novel in the way that the world is built and everything like that, but the characters are just fantastic. they are delightfully foul and fun and don't want to be doing what the universe is forcing them to do and it's just it's really good fun I like it
0: yeah. Uh-huh.
1: All right, I will stop recommending things now um, I will say I read a lot of TJ Klune books um, I read the Studio C series by Toby Wise which I really liked um, I read so many other things I'm going to stop now but yeah I read reread all of Heartstopper as well which oh, I do yeah. at least like once a year I feel like yes and now I'm back into fanfic again Yay! not that I was ever not into fanfic even during that time <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we Nothing uh, replaces it. You no. Know, I've Been trying very hard to actually write some things uh, in the last couple of months too, but
1: you know, that's always a bit of a up and down thing anyway. Yes, yeah. the making of the words is hard. Um, Sometimes it it's is. Been you know? especially Yeah, especially hard. No, I would say it's it's been hard for me the past like year, but I'd, it's been hard for a lot of people, I think, just Yeah. The past couple of years have been rough, and I feel like they've really been hitting everybody in the last six months or so. People just need need the universe yeah. to chill out for a bit and give us I some mean, time. To make,
0: to, to make a story, like, to be creative, you need energy. You need spare energy. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. a lot of people seem to be a bit low on that lately, um, me included. Yes. But we get there. Um, <laughs> I've got some things yes, coming then.
1: soon, I think, I hope. So... Well, we I have a lot of things coming up to post very shortly. Oh, good. I'm, I'm getting to the point now where I'm really hoping to get to them in like the next few weeks. Um, So like I have chapters for existing whips from like my pirate story to Hold On Holy Ghost to the rest of um, Spinning Yarns needs to be posted because it's just chilling in my Google Drive right now. Yay. Um, I have a whole other fic to start posting i have a couple of uh one shots to post as well there's a superhero one there's a um like a robot ai magic there's there's a lot there's a lot to post so people are going to be absolutely sick of me and i anticipate losing subscribers rapidly (laughs) once i start just throwing all this stuff out i'm so glad to hear that (laughs) it's gonna be great i can't
0: wait (sighs) awesome Anything? Any other mm-hmm. things you want to? Wreck? I know we've, we've wrecked like a whole lot there, and everyone's going to be like, "No,
1: slow down! I can't open that many tabs at once." <laughs> you can. That's the secret. The tabs are endless, <laughs> and they that's just true. keep going. <laughs> just keep opening them. You get to Like them embrace eventually. the chaos. Don't yeah. don't 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 worry about bookmarking things. Just embrace the chaos. Open a million tabs, and then just pick one on any given day. Yep, that's pretty much how I do it. To be honest. the chaos Uh, technique (laughs) i am totally chaotic with that it's like chaotic evil i think it's very interesting like different types of people how they organize their fic reading because there are people who have like spreadsheets who do it like super organized and i do all that i do have spreadsheets i have everything on divided up onto like mark for later and different like Bookmarks and private bookmarks, things like that. But when it comes to actually sitting down to read, I still just open my phone and pick a random tab and start there. So I don't know what the point of me doing all that other stuff is. Yeah, that's a lot of work, but I do it anyway. The chaos
0: technique. <laughs> 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 I only use the spreadsheets for the podcast fix. <laughs> the other stuff's just like all just sitting there. So, so you're anyway. just embracing the chaos. I'm in denial yeah. about it. I think. <laughs> well, I've tried. I've tried to like catalogue stuff before and I j- always get started and then it takes too long and I get fed up with it and I just go, eh. <laughs> I'm just going back
1: to the tab technique. And then anyway. you just go, oh, this looks good. You suddenly remember, oh yeah, so-and-so said this was good and you start reading. Yeah. <laughs> or you or you get to the, th-
0: the point where you start reading it, and then you go, I feel like I've read this before. And then you go down to the kudos and you've already left kudos and you're like, oh, I have read this before. <laughs> but, yeah. I've done that a bit lately. But but it's always
1: worth rereading a fic that you enjoyed previously. All right. Well, that was a lot of wrecks for one episode, plus some some bonus info about other ships and even printed books. So
0: Yeah.
1: Well we'll um, I'll try do my best to list them all in the post.
0: Um, you can also find on our on the website xtapebookclub.com. Um, I've also been trying to catch up with our Uh, all the transcripts from our episodes we already had like quite a few there but there's a few more now Um, I'm working my way through the episodes to try and get them up there and I'm trying to also make them a little bit more easier to navigate to so if you are looking for a particular fig you should be um you know fig that we've mentioned and discussed you should be able to jump to that part of the transcript Um, I'm still kind of working on that but I'm trying to make them a bit more user-friendly than just like a a big load of text um so yeah check it out if you're um if you would like Very to nice. read the transcript uh
1: yeah what it's else? nice to have the podcast accessible for more people so absolutely i'm glad that we can do that um and i think next episode we will be back to our usual programming essentially <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and i think we said that the next episode we are going to be discussing musicians so fix where dean or cass um are some kind of musician and there's there's a lot of variety out there so i'm looking forward to that one
0: yeah should be great
1: um
0: yeah we've got a few listed already but if you have any that you'd like to recommend for us then let us know um you can get in touch with us uh, on social media or uh, under mixtape book club on twitter tumblr etc or you can email us at contact at mixtapebookclub.com or you can find us on discord in our coffee server or in Profound Bond Discord server, or also in there. Um, you can find links to all of that on our website as well. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll
1: talk to you again soon. And as always, remember that the story isn't over until we say it is. For the podcast, too, apparently. Also, not over until we say it is. That's right. (laughs)